Hi, this is Ned Siegfried from Siegfried & Jensen. As proud sponsors of BeliefCast, we hope you are inspired by Todd's weekly podcasts, which contain so many courageous stories of recovery and personal growth. Remember, it's not what happened in the past that matters, it's what happens in the future. We invite you all to work hard and be optimistic about your future. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you for tuning in once again. Thank you for believing in me. I say that all the time, but it's just true. I love you guys, and your support has been so great. And I want to thank our sponsors. We have uh, Siegfried and Jensen, Wasatch Recovery, Veracity Networks, and I Hill Institute. They're, they're all amazing businesses with amazing owners, and I want to thank you guys for believing me as well to make this possible and uh, your constant support has just been, you know, the you know the greatest thing that's ever happened to this. And so thank you. And I want to thank my previous guests. You guys have been fantastic. And today, you guys are in for a treat. Um, this this story is going to make you smile, laugh, and cry, and inspire you to be better. And uh, I'm just so excited. Today we are joined by Bo Millet. Bo, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, his mom's also in here, Tammy. Thanks for joining us as well. Happy to be here. Yeah, she's going to uh, provide some insight from her perspective, and I'm excited to have her here as well. Um, but I'm going to start off uh, by sharing a little background on Bo. Um, he's going to be a senior in high school this year. What, which high school are you going to? Uh, Parowan High. Parowan High, right on. So um, he's going to be a senior. Uh, he spent his whole life playing competitive sports. He's excelled at everything he set his mind to, and I love that part. And I think that's also why you're sitting here with me today. Um, he's played football, basketball, baseball at the varsity level um, as a freshman, which that's Im- that's impressive. Um, baseball is your love, though. Out of all the sports, you love baseball the most? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What position do you play in baseball? Uh, third base and pitcher. Third base. Man, that ball's coming down there hot on third base. Yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, as a freshman, you had the highest batting average, most home runs, most RBIs, which is pretty cool. I mean, that is, as a freshman, that's unheard of. Pretty cool. Um, you've always been friendly and outgoing, loved by everyone. Um, you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You still have a really strong testimony, you know, um, and you know, you had, uh, an experience, the, a traumatic experience. You were in a car accident, which we're going to get to in a minute. And you guys will not believe what he's been through and how he's, I mean, he's walked into my office today with his mom smiling and looking great. So it truly is a miracle. So why don't we start off, Bo? Why don't you just tell us a little bit about your childhood, a little bit about growing up, and a little bit about your family? Uh, So like you said, I always played sports and I played on travel teams like all growing Mm -hmm. up, football, basketball, and baseball. And... I think that helped me at the high school level, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> like made me the way I am. And I enjoy hunting and fishing and pretty much everything outdoors. I used to have a motorcycle, right? But they won't let me get one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably a little cautious at this point. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So what did what you know? Obviously, you played sports since you were little. What were some of the lessons that, that you've learned that have helped you to this day? Like, what, what were some of the biggest things you learned as a kid playing sports? I think the biggest things I've learned are to keep a good attitude mm-hmm. and not let, like, 
striking out, like get your attitude down because that will affect like the rest of the game. Right. And uh, just how to work hard always. Yeah. Yeah, because it takes a lot of hard work. Obviously, you've worked really hard. I mean, to be that good as a freshman, that's, like I said, it's you don't hear that very often. Yeah. You know? So do you, do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have a older sister and a younger brother. Okay. And um, how's it? how do you like being the middle child? Uh, <laughs> it, it's all right. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about um, your, your, your brothers and sister, your brother and sister. Like, you know, how's it like hanging out with them? And what's it like being, you know, in that family? Uh, they're, they're pretty fun to be around. Luke, my younger brother, he he's a lot like me. He's a lot more quiet, though. Yeah. Like, he's always played sports. He, he's pretty dang good. Is he? Yeah. Trying to keep up with his big brother <laughs> a little bit? Yeah. I think, I think he's already past me. Really? Yeah. Does he play baseball as well? Yeah. Okay. How about your sister? Was she involved in sports, or did she do other things like dance? or? Uh. She she was involved in softball and oh cool her senior year she played basketball okay and she she her love is volleyball she's oh, really good wow. at volleyball okay so it runs in the family everyone playing sports right mom yeah we're we're crazy sports family yeah love it <laughs> well you know what I love about sports is yeah it's fun but what it's the, it's the life lessons that it teaches us. And that's why I asked you, what were some of these things that you learned? I mean, it teaches confidence. Uh, it teaches self-discipline. It, it helps you, like you said, when you have a, if you strike out, you have to adjust your attitude on the fly or it'll affect the rest of your game. I mean, that's a skill, right? To learn that. And yeah. what a better, what better way to do that in sports? Because what do they say in baseball? You, you know, you, 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 you fell seven out of 10 times and you know, you're a hall of famer something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> hit 300 and you're in the hall of fame you know which is pretty amazing but uh so um what were some other things tell us about your mom and dad what are some things about them and you know maybe some lessons you've learned from your mom and dad as you've grown up uh my my dad's he's he's pretty quiet like my brother mm -hmm. my mom she she's like me she she talks a lot <laughs> and she, yeah. she's fun to be around uh <laughs> Some life lessons I've learned from each of them. I learned how to work work really hard, like from my dad. Okay. And I've always, I grew up working for him. And oh, did you? His, he has a masonry company. Oh yeah. That he owns, and my mom, I learned like how to keep my faith up and mm. like use that as like the rock that you're standing yeah. on. Gotcha. So, yeah, working with your dad as, as a masonry, that's a lot of hard work, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And does your dad expect you to work hard? Does he always kind of push you to, to always, you know, work hard at whatever you're doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what about, um, you know, your faith? You, I know that that's a big part of your life, and it means a lot to you. Tell us a little bit about why that's so important to you. Uh, I think, like, during the crash— like is when I had to use my faith the most because yeah. like I always turn to my Heavenly Father to say a prayer and mm -hmm. like a couple of days later or sometimes instantly I'd like receive blessings right. and I, I truly believe that it's because of my faith. 
Right. Well, we'll get into that. Let's talk about the car accident that happened. It looks like it happened on June 4th, 2019. Um, you were ejected and thrown between four, 40 to 100 feet. I, I can't even imagine that. You suffered a compound fracture in your right femur, broke nearly every bone in your face. Um, you, you know, you had a, s- a severe traumatic brain injury where they had to take a piece of your skull off to let it heal. Um, you also got, uh, looks like an infection that first year, which did not help anything at all, obviously. And I mean, the list goes on. I mean, we could sit here and list off all these other things, surgeries and things like that. So tell us about the car accident and then just share your story from that point and, and, uh, what happened and, and then mom, I want you to chime in too. Like when you feel like fill in the gaps. Is that all right? Yeah, he doesn't remember much mm-hmm. about the first couple months in the accident, but. So I was headed to work for my dad, and then I remembered that I forgot to open and close the laundromat. Well, open the laundromat. Okay. Which, that, that was my second job. Oh. And so I was yeah. like, crap. And I just hustled back, hustled over there. And on my way back, I was most likely texting and driving. And I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. And then I, for some reason, I swerved and uh, went off the road and rolled three Mm. times. And I was ejected because I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. Do you know how fast you were going? Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Well, I would imagine pretty fast if you had, you know, being ejected that far. Yeah. So the accident happens. You don't remember the first what is it a couple months after that even yeah even a few months before the accident but um i mean they really don't know what happened it didn't look like he like went off the road and then veered back you know right because when you think a teenager it's probably texting and driving or some kind of issue like that but um so we're really not sure what happened and he likes to make up stories about what did or didn't happen but um (laughs) So why don't, why don't you, Mom, tell us, I mean, he has this accident. At this point, he's not conscious. He doesn't know what's what's going on. Mm-hmm. You you get the news. Tell us about what that was like and then kind of maybe share with us the next couple months of what that was like. Yeah. Um, so I was just home. Um, actually, my husband was home as well and just was expecting Bo back home. Um, so he thought, well, we better go try to figure out where Bo's at. So he's head up the road and really the accident happened about 200 yards from our house. It was not, not far. far. Right. Yeah. Um, so he headed up the road and could see the accident and, um, there was already, um, first responders on scene by the time buddy got there. Um, luckily someone were on a frontage road. So luckily someone from the freeway, um, had seen the accident and called it in. So, um, you know, we felt like that was one of our first miracles in the process yeah. is that people were there quickly because he was not in good shape. Um, so the first responders came and we're a small town. So a couple of the first responders um, actually know Bo and our family personally. Um, the one was in our ward. Um, the other one helped coach baseball and knew Bo very well. They didn't even recognize him. He was um, oh, wow. pretty mangled and beat up um and so when buddy came on scene even he kind of had to check around the truck to identify it really was Bo's vehicle um they didn't let him down to the scene understandably because it was 
pre-traumatic. Um, yeah. Um, but he could hear him actually gasping for breath and kind of fighting for his life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but he was out like in a sagebrush field. He couldn't really, you know, right. see him. Just kind of hear things. But wow. Um, so they lifelighted him to St. George because um, they didn't know if he would survive. They lifelighted him to St. George to get him stable enough. Um, and then we knew from there we would go to Primary Children's. Mm. Um, so we we drove to St. George and not knowing if he was going to make it or not and not really knowing what we were dealing with. And by the time we got there, we realized he had a lot going on. Wow. So as a mom hearing this, I mean... I already know the answer, but I mean, how, how are you dealing with this? Um, it was, it was pretty devastating. Um, my husband called and, you know, just hearing the fear in his voice, he's a very strong, we got this kind of guy and just hearing that fear was pretty traumatic. And our family had actually dealt with, um, a year prior an accident with my daughter, um, where she oh, nearly yeah. lost her eye and had to be life flighted to the U. Really? And so it was just, man, you know, are we ready to do this again? You're like, we have How to do is this again? This hitting yeah. us like, all over again. And, oh my gosh. um, so it was, it was tough. Yeah. Wow. Definitely drop to your knees at that moment in yeah. time and ask for some help and comfort. For sure. So, Bo, you know, you, you have this accident. The first couple months, you, you are just a blur to you don't remember it, which on one level is probably a blessing, right? Yeah. I mean, to, to have to remember that pain in the initially, I mean, what a blessing it is that you didn't, I think, right? Yeah. Do you look at it that way? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, like, when you started kind of coming to and when you started realizing, hey, I've been in an accident and, you know, just kind of take us from that point and move, uh, move on from there. Um, I don't know what the first thing I remember is, uh, but I, I sort of remember like the therapies I was doing and okay. like them bending my leg because <clears throat> I broke my femur Oh man! and, <clears throat> and I can, I couldn't even bend my knee. And so they were, they were trying to bend my knee and I, I just remember like screaming out in pain oh yeah and at that point i had a tracheotomy okay in my throat and so i wasn't supposed to be able to make any sound but i was was screaming through my trach you were yeah wow so it must have been very painful yeah i can't even imagine breaking your femur and so they're just trying to get your leg to start to move a little bit right yeah did that he ended up with like calcification dude you know I mean, it, your body builds that naturally when you break a bone. Um, so he had that in his hip, and then he had a really large hematoma in his muscle from all of that. And so the combination just made it incredibly. Painful. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so you, you scream in pain and just kind of take us from there. Like, what are just, yeah. And then, like, most of it's just a blur. Mm-hmm. And, but I... I remember going out in the field and playing baseball for therapy and Oh really? Yeah. And hitting well, hitting uh saw or wiffle balls. Oh yeah? Yeah. And how how many months has this been now since the accident? Uh that you're now like hitting wiffle balls, which is pretty amazing. 
yeah, it was about a month and a half. Really? It yeah. was amazing. And that's fast. Like you mentioned that earlier, like how fast this healing process along with the, you got an infection, right? Yeah. I mean, so I, I walked out of the hospital on my own or like just by myself. Well, they were near me, but like, yeah, they're without like, help. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, amazing. On August 2nd. Mm-hmm. Okay. And wow. <clears throat> so we, we thought like, like, dang, now that, that was way fast. Like, now we're done. Now we can move on. And then I got an infection on my brain. Oh, and yeah. uh, then I had to go back. And they had to open my head up again. Oh, wow. Uh, brain surgery number three. And then they started me on some serious antibiotics. And then I got what was called dress syndrome from... Like, it's a reaction to the antibiotics. Okay. And so then they they started me, or they stopped those antibiotics and opened my head up again, and they found that there's still infection on my brain. And so they... <laughs> Not at that uh, point. Oh. <laughs> the dress syndrome um, was just a reaction to the antibiotics. Right. Um, and was life threatening. Like we had, we went, took him in, he was super sick. And next thing we knew we were being life flighted back to primary children's. So it was basically his liver and kidneys shutting down completely to in reaction in the reaction to that. Mm -hmm. Wow. And the brain infection, was that life threatening? I would imagine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And actually it was MRSA, which is very hard to treat. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like one step forward, two <laughs> steps back, constantly the back and forth, that right is our throughout story. the yeah yeah through the next year. So how's the family mom dealing with this? Like you're seeing your son, you know, going through this painful process of making it back. I mean, how how did that? How did you feel? And just share your experience from watching that. Yeah, it was it was challenging. I mean, Bo has always been. Um, abnormally strong, abnormally athletic. And um, so it was really tough to see him so lifeless and Mm -hmm. struggling just to breathe or, you know, small things. Um, It was really tough on my husband. He, you know, made the executive family decision to have him, you know, run and drive that morning to open the laundromat. And so, you know, he felt just this overwhelming guilt. I mean, you can't, really go there but you sometimes do and yeah sure what if or we should have and um so he really struggled that way too and you know we just we really turned to our faith too you know um i remember months before this i felt very overwhelmingly strong that my boys would be able to impact people and um you know i i clung to that and to that faith knowing that they he did have a purpose and I felt really strongly that he was going to overcome this, but we were told it would take years of recovery. We did not expect, um, how quickly he was able to come back from this. Um, but it was tough, you know, it was weeks of just hoping he would wake up and, and then just praying that he could squeeze our hand or lift a finger, just, you know, even just learning how to talk again. It was tough watching him in therapies, trying to 
just move a ball or, you know, pull a ring from one side of a loop to another, you know, just small, simple movements were just so challenging for him in the beginning. And, um, it was, it was tough. And the unknown was hard to not know how long, you know, this recovery would take. Yeah. It's pretty amazing that here. I mean, like I, like I said in the beginning, he walked in here, you look great, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, you're, you're going to be playing sports again, right? I mean, you're back playing. Yeah. I played last year. Yeah. I mean, I maybe, how did that go? Talk, well, I, there's, there's so much here I I want to talk about, but so you have the, let's go back. I'm sorry. Let's, so you had the brain infection, um, MRSA that you had to go back a couple times to get surgeries. How long did it take for that to finally go away? Uh, so they, they switched my antibiotics and Mm -hmm. by November I was back like playing five on five basketball and hitting live bait by November. Yeah. That's insane. Seriously. (laughs) How was your attitude through this? Like, did you ever feel depressed? Did you ever feel like, why me? Like, why did this have to happen to me? I've always wondered that. Like when someone goes through something this, you know, hard, but here you are in November playing again. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wasn't ever depressed. I always like did the best I could to just laugh and joke around with my mom and, Mm -hmm. Like keep everybody around me laughing because like I don't feel like it's very productive thinking to just think like why me? Yeah. Like like it happened. I can just move on and deal with it. Wow. That is amazing. That's always been my thinking. So you've been like that even as a kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, again, that's where I think sports plays a good, a big part in this because of the mindset you have to have to be good at what you do, right? Yeah. And it sounds like you handled this the same way. Like you said, you know, you strike out, How do, what's my attitude going to be like so I don't ruin the rest of my game? Yeah. You had this accident. What, what's my mindset going to be so I don't ruin the rest of my life? Yeah. Because if you were depressed and sad and sitting in your room, everyone would understand that. Like, I would be like, like, I'm blown away you're sitting here, dude. <laughs> I'm really impressed with, with that. So you start playing sports did you ever, though, feel frustrated like, man, I don't know, because you know, you could remember how you used to play sports, right? How good yeah. you were. Was it hard to be like, oh, okay, I'm not playing like I normally did before, at least in the beginning? Um, I feel like with basketball, like we were at a Thanksgiving dinner and I was playing with all my cousins mm-hmm. and I was, I was actually doing pretty good. Like my shot really? was on and everything <laughs> and then, but that night. As we were driving home, I had two seizures and had to go really? to the hospital uh, in Richfield, I think. Uh-huh. And they found out there that there was still infection on my brain. My goodness. And so that's when I had to have another brain surgery. So this is surgery number four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So number four. In January. So, so that's why it wasn't because you were overdoing it with playing basketball, which... You know, I might think like, wow, is he, should he be playing right now, right? Because it's, you know, but it was more because the infection was still in there. Yeah. Okay. And so they opened my head up and they decided to start me on some more serious antibiotics. And mm-hmm. they had to leave my skull piece out for four months. And 
Wow. It, yeah, I got to wear a really sexy helmet. <laughs> uh, right. And, like, I called it my triangle head <laughs> because, like, there's, right. like, this hole in my head. Really? Yeah. And then... Was that painful <clears throat> for you? Like, I mean, after that surgery and then having that special helmet, was it painful? Uh, No, it... it it felt so weird. I was used to rub my hand against it, uh-huh. and it was kind of squishy, which is not normal. So it felt it felt so weird. Oh, it wasn't man. necessarily painful, but the side effects from that, and then he dealt with sinking skin flap syndrome, which is mm. what is that? It's it's again very rare, like dress syndrome. We like to go big or go home, I guess. <laughs> um, right. But without that skull piece, you know, just the pressure, the environmental pressure and everything, it actually pushes on your brain and has it, it kind of sinks and shifts. So it oh, wow. actually caused him physically and cognitively to go in reverse. So slowly started getting worse and worse and worse no and losing way. physical function, cognitive function for four months. Really? That was the most challenging time. Really? Mm-hmm. So here you are as a mom. Your son's made all this progress, mm-hmm. and now you're noticing this now. Yeah. So are yeah. you noticing it too? Like you're, you're like you're regressing through this process. Yeah. It it really really sucked. Like every every single day, like I do therapy and I'd be able to like open and close my hand, mm-hmm. which that was the like the biggest struggle, or moving my arm, and so like that day I would be able to like get it to where I could move it. And then the next day, like, it was right back to where it was. I couldn't move it at all. Really? Yeah. And and so, and was this caused by the infection? This was caused or by the, the sinking skin The flap. sinking skin, okay. Man, and just like you said, another thing. Here we go, something that's rare. And Yeah. So, so how, after that four months of not having part of your skull on, at that point was, like, everything looking good healed healed wise meaning no more disease or excuse me infection uh yeah okay yeah so like in the last year i've finally been able to just like uh get better and better and like my therapies or i don't really do therapies anymore but Mm -hmm. every time everything i work on is finally just getting better and and better like like i can I'm back to being able to like hit a ball and feel the grounders good and not just like get kicked back like the next day. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like it was before where you could grab the ball and you couldn't, Yeah, this has been different. You've been able to like, Hey, I'm, I'm improving every day versus going backwards. Yeah. Right. So I know I asked you this before, but I got to ask it again. Like, so was there any time at all, like even these setbacks where you got down on yourself or sad? I I think like the four <clears throat> during those four months, like I came the closest to breaking down. But like even then, I didn't I didn't really break down. Did you notice that, Mom? Like from your perspective, did he seem like he was handling it good, or did you notice maybe he was? I don't know. Yeah, no, he he truly has just had the best attitude through the whole process. He he was the one lifting the the rest of us. You know, when we oh. would get frustrated, like. You know, yeah. we're dealing with this again, or this dragging on, or it's getting worse. You know, it it was really hard to do the roller coaster. I kept saying yeah. I I could handle the year long, 
yeah. uphill battle. But right. the up and then down was so mentally exhausting for all of us. Um, but he really stayed super positive. It was maybe towards the end of that four months because he he couldn't really go out on his own. He, yeah. he was losing independence. We couldn't really yeah. leave him alone because he was falling down and having issues. School was getting really, really tough for him, which he's always been brilliantly smart. Um, yeah. You know, and so just trying to finish out sophomore year was a little bit of a struggle to get him through that. Um, it, that was probably the hardest part. And then and basketball season was hard for him. He, you know, he again, he handles it well, but it was very discouraging to not be where he wanted to be. Yeah, I bet that was tough. But man, I'm blown away just at your attitude, you know, because, you know, like you said, he was lifting all you guys up. I mean, because from the outside, I would be like, man, I'd be so sad and depressed. It seems like that's where you would go. But yeah. here you are going, nope, I'm going to keep that good attitude. What, like, what would you tell yourself? Was there something in your that you would say to yourself, like, when you started maybe feeling like you were feeling a little, you know, sad about things or down? I, I was kind of, like, just telling myself, like, just to stop. Like, that's not, that's not going to help anything. Like, just try to get better and like maybe tomorrow like you'll finally just start getting better mm -hmm. and then like it wouldn't work and then i just keep saying that to myself during those four months yeah or once you know we knew once that the bone flap was back in that prog he could make progress start so making, it's just yeah. we have to get through this four months yeah um but when the radiologist came back and like um verified that it was sinking skin flaps and i mean the terror in his voice was like you need to have surgery tomorrow really he's like you i'm gonna let the doctor know and wow. you better and i was like well the doctor's not gonna do anything because we already suspected it was that because we saw such a decline but we had to overcome the infection before you put before a prosthetic you... bone flap in mm. or you start this all over again you do it again yeah so it we couldn't rush that um but in the meantime he's just getting worse and worse so it was a challenge Yes, to say the least, yeah. right? I mean, I mean, even, you know, I look at your family and the way you guys are handling it, it's amazing. Like, it truly is inspiring to me. You know, it's just, there's such, it's what makes me so impressed is, and just kind of blown away, is how powerful the human spirit is. Mm -hmm. How powerful we can be as people, right? Yeah. I mean, I look at you, Bo, and just go, wow, you are this powerful kid. And I know you don't look at probably look at it that way. You're like, Todd, I'm just doing my thing, right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just so after that four months, you, you you start improving. And have you had any setbacks since that after that four months? You uh, know, once, once you got that fixed, has the have you been progressing pretty much moving forward since then? Uh yeah, I think so. Is that a <laughs> He's done really good since since we got that bone flap okay. back in, and we yeah. could immediately start seeing, you know, the effects of the sinking skin flap syndrome like reversing. Yeah. So, it it was a nice relief to start moving forward again. Yeah. So, how did your faith play a role in this uh, to being where you're sitting here with me today? Um. I I feel like like saying those prayers and. Like getting the answers, like that, like that's what built my faith, like even stronger. Yeah. And 
<clears throat> so like I always had that to rely on and it became stronger and stronger so like I felt like I always had that to rely on even more and more yeah. every time so so this adversity uh, brought you closer to to God yeah to your to your faith made it made it more strong yeah yeah it's interesting how sometimes it can go either way you know I've heard other stories where it goes the other way and but you've obviously chose to like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to this even more, and I'm gonna rely on that, and which again is also a, a testimony to the strength of you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did it help having family? Obviously, there, mom, you know, dad, and you know, br- brother and sister, and probably your community, because you said it's a tight knit community. I would imagine had they rallied around you as well through this. Uh, yeah. There, there was a youth group in like in my town mm-hmm. and like they all just they all started a fast for me and like everybody in my town they're it's a pretty small town so like yeah. they're all pretty really religious mm. and so they are all like gathered around and like saying prayers for me and fasting for me and so yeah that's awesome so Anything else about the accident or anything that you would like to share? Yeah, I mean, I know you brought some notes and stuff, but is there anything else that you'd like to share with us? Um, uh, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we pretty much accident. covered it. Yeah. There was just a lot of ups and downs. I think yeah. I think the the biggest thing that I admire about him is just his perseverance that to be able to be get or to get kicked down over and over again and you know think you're fight your way back and think you're there and then get kicked back down so many times you know to be able to keep fighting every time is it's pretty pretty cool he's a cool kid it's amazing yeah it really is amazing so what does a day look like for you right now like tell us what you do during the day uh i wake up at four o'clock and <laughs> hey me too and i really do it's awesome <laughs> i get ready and go to weights with my dad and then okay i go to work and i work for a landscaping company really and then <clears throat> i get home and on tuesdays and thursdays well they're not really doing this anymore but they do open gym okay it's just they're not doing it right now just because of football oh yeah okay and so i do that and then uh i usually go hang out with my friends and school be school starts today so we'll have yeah school going today's the first day huh (laughs) and you're here with me man i feel honored thank you (laughs) this is awesome what what are your future plans do you have you thought about i mean do you want to are you still striving to maybe one day be like play sports in college or have you thought that far ahead or any uh, anything that goes on with that? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to go on a mission and then maybe come okay. back and try to walk on a college team to play baseball. Okay. And if I'm if I can't do that then I'm planning on going to college anyways. And I wanna be a wildlife biologist. Really? Yeah. I don't hear that very often. <laughs> <laughs> Wildlife bi- biologists explain that. Do you can you explain that to us? Uh <laughs> So you just basically just 
like study the wild wildlife and mm -hmm. like sometimes they go out and count like the numbers of like birds or deer or just like the different wildlife really? in the area yeah and yeah I something have, you love doing obviously yeah yeah that's awesome and you said you you're also a hunter yeah yeah still doing all that so mom is he i mean are you is from your perspective is he is things pretty much back to normal or are there still things that are challenging that you're working on yeah uh i think he's he's pretty well normal in a normal life yeah. you know the the places you notice just the little bit where he's off is just in sports because yeah. he was such a an excellent athlete um but you know seeing him out on a basketball court last year it was just i mean you can't even explain the, oh, the way man. you feel as a parent going he he's lucky to be walking you know and yeah. to be able to go out there and get pushed around and you know run back and forth down the court and rebounding basketballs and you know it's it was pretty incredible and then um you know he really worked his way back in baseball yeah got pretty pretty far along that way and he was actually able to pitch in the 2a state championship game he was the starting pitcher you're kidding so it's i mean amazing it was wow there's a lot of a lot of um pride for what he's done and for overcome. sure well so impressive bo uh, honestly and you know it's your senior year obviously so you got you're playing baseball again yeah right and basketball correct yeah okay so you're doing both any other things you're doing besides those two uh no working two jobs i mean <laughs> this kid you're you're doing it all man you know it's it's amazing the other part i get from you too is you're a hard worker is that accurate uh yeah i try to work hard <laughs> yeah i mean probably something you learned from your mom and dad but i think that's probably also played a part in why you've you know made it back so quickly yeah because you just you work hard do you practice like you know as part of your day do you on your own do you like go out and shoot hoops or swing the bat or throw the ball on uh, your own i i don't do it as much as i used to mm -hmm. like last year i did that all like every day right i'd be on the baseball field or in the bass or in the church gym shooting Just shooting all the time and yeah. like the other day i did go and shoot because they didn't have open gym but it's just every once in a while now. Yeah, right on. So um, I always ask this question to my guests. If there's someone listening to you right now, Bo, who's struggling, and you know they've been they're going through a hard time, and they just they're just wrestling with something that's been really hard for them, what advice could you give them right now? Um, just keep working hard, like. It's not going to last forever. You'll you'll get through it if you just work hard and like keep your spirits up as as best you can. Yeah. How how important do you think having a faith even if, you know, it's maybe not maybe your particular religion, but is faith, do you think that's a crucial part as well? Uh yeah, just I I think it's uh really crucial to have somebody like a uh, a thing to turn to. Yeah. Yeah, like a higher power. And yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of listeners that, you know, may not be of, of, of your faith. And, yeah. But, but again, I admire that you're dedicated to it. And, you know, that's not an easy thing either, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's great advice. I love it. I mean, I think it comes down to how hard we, 
want to work and put in the work. And you've obviously done so much work, including with your family supporting you. And I mean, what the family's gone through too. I mean, I can't even imagine. Uh, Mom, uh, one last question to you as well. How do you feel like this has brought your family closer together? Um, I, I think the biggest thing is showing these kids too that it's really your family. Not that we didn't have a lot of support um, from the community, but you really do realize it's your family that's going to be there and they're your rock and they're your strength. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and my older daughter really pulled together to help kind of hold the fort down while we lived at a hospital <laughs> for a year. Yeah, thank And, you know, great. took care of our younger son while he was doing his sports and yeah. his activities and his chaos. But, you know, <laughs> we we had a strong faith to begin with and um that's really what helped us get through as well just to know that you know through the atonement we have the ability to be lifted and comforted and and he he cares about what we're going through and to be able to feel the spirit that was in the room when we're there and just you know that he's mindful of you and he's there to help you and lift you was was very helpful awesome very well said well Bo so great to have you on the show today it was great to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for being willing to share your story. Um, you really do inspire me, man. I, After hearing what you've been through and reading about you and studying you and see you walk into my office the way you did, I was like, <laughs> I mean, that, like you said, Mom said earlier, just that your walking is a miracle. But not, not only that, you're playing sports again and working and that kind of thing. So best of luck to you and your family for in your future and um, I'll be here rooting for you all the way um, to whatever you decide you're going to do. So thank you so much for your time today. Well, thank you. Yeah, Mom, thanks for uh, chiming in with us. Appreciate it so much. Thanks for having us. We appreciate yeah. it. So glad you reached out. This is a beautiful story. You're an amazing person. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad I know you now. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, there you go, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much again to my sponsors and also just for – you guys and all the support please share this with people you know especially if you have a son or daughter who might be struggling with whatever it may be they'll be inspired by Bo's story and his attitude and his hard work and his dedication to his faith it truly is inspiring so thank you for tuning in and uh, Tammy and Bo you guys are great thanks for coming thank you take care thank you